Hello everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Dominic Richards, and thank you again for being a part of this multidimensional wellness DNP project. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about mindfulness-based stress reduction. So first off, what exactly is mindfulness-based stress reduction? Well, it's probably a term that you have heard either in your undergrad experience or even in your professional eyes. It's something that's becoming a lot more popular within the last 10 to 15 years for sure, and this is partly why we leaned on this as a part of our project, because it's something that's becoming more utilized by schools, professional companies, and other organizations. So mindfulness-based stress reduction is a meditation therapy, and though it was originally designed for stress management, it's being used now for treating a variety of other illnesses, such as depression, anxiety, pain, cancer, diabetes, hypertension, and even, believe it or not, some skin disorders. The MBSR techniques improve the condition of patients suffering from these illnesses, and they also help them cope with a variety of other medical problems that weren't even stated. Mindfulness is surely a practice of training the mind to be present from a moment-to-moment awareness of our thoughts, feelings, body sensations, and even environment. Mindfulness provokes an attitude of openness, curiosity, and a willingness to be with our own experiences. The MBSR component of this multidimensional wellness program is geared to appeal to the mental health aspect of one's well-being. Now this is in conjunction with the physical health component that the exercise regimen brings that Damien will be discussing in episode 3. When conducting the review of literature for content regarding MBSR and its effect on reducing stress amongst clinicians, an extensive collection of research, high in quality and validity, were found when we researched this topic using Cedarcrest's online library database portal. The research we found plainly showed that mindfulness-based stress reduction can help manage stress related to physical conditions, as well as reduce anxiety and depression. The research also showed that MBSR cultivates positive emotion, and I think that's a huge aspect of this, because you can find many things that reduce stress, but how many modalities can provide a more positive emotions for you rather than simply just reduce the negative ones? One of the studies that we found from Lynn et al. 2019 was a very large randomized controlled trial, and it successfully determined that by implementing an MBSR program, the perceived stress of the participants was significantly lower than when the study was initiated. This bodes very well for the practice as a whole. And the majority of the other studies that we found included eight-week MBSR programs to reach optimum stress reduction. Another piece we found gave credence to using a condensed or adapted version of traditional eight-week programs. This condensed four-week version was developed in order to promote better adherence from the participants by considering their personal schedules and by not requiring a long-term commitment. This review also found that using a five-day-a-week implementation with audiovisual components that are roughly 10 minutes each day provided a beneficial application of the techniques as well. Now, this isn't something that we're directly using in our project or study. However, it's something to consider if you'd like to continue practicing MBSR techniques. So, how does this relate back to CRNAs and SRNAs? Well, I think it's pretty apparent and widely accepted that our profession is extremely stressful. CRNAs and SRNAs, nurses, techs, and everyone else in between in the hospital environment, these days are... Given the current circumstances, we're profoundly more stressed in general than we would have been years prior. And I think that the reason we got into doing this project is that we wanted to face some of these issues head on because we understand it's becoming more and more apparent that reducing stress in the workplace, especially within the clinical healthcare community, is tremendously, tremendously important. We are in a high stress environment every day. And when we walk through those doors at work, we face this environment daily. 
Eventually, when we go home, we don't want to bring those stresses to our family life and personal matters. And so what I found is that very is that a very useful application of this MBSR technique can be through this UCLA mindfulness app. Now, feel free to pause this podcast and download it on your phone if you'd like. It's free on Google Play, Android services, as well as the Apple App Store. What this app does is it gives basic meditations for getting started, both in English and Spanish. And <clears throat> for those who are seeking access to mindfulness techniques at the tip of their fingers, they can get it while they're on the go. This includes very helpful and informative videos portraying how to get started and allows access to supportive meditation posture tips, and it even gives you a background on the science of mindfulness-based stress reduction. Weekly podcasts from UCLA's Hammer Museum, as well as a self-timer for self-meditations, are also provided. So, in using the app, when you first open it, it gives you five tabs, and the first one gives you a great background by the Director of Mindfulness Education at UCLA, and it's a fantastic video to watch in order to supplement some of the things that I'm talking about on this podcast. The app's wonderful in that it gives different meditation techniques and strategies in different time frames in order to fit your daily life. For example, you could just be driving to your shift or your class or home from clinical. You can pop one of these on, select a mindfulness meditation that is 3 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you'd like, whatever suits your time frame. I suggest that you try to utilize this so you can see for yourself how beneficial it can be after even just one or two sessions. Personally, it's helped me a lot through school and some of the challenges that surround it, and it's something that I wanted to share for the same reason. To close this episode, I'd like to talk through a mindfulness exercise in terms of what to think about, how to prepare, and how to capitalize on the best mindfulness meditation session possible. First off, as I briefly mentioned before, it's important that you select a time and place where you can be with yourself and your own thoughts. Ideally, selecting a quiet and calm location is best, but you can work out what's best for you. Once you've found your ideal location that fits your schedule and time frame, begin by breathing in deeply. Breathing in deeply allows yourself to focus on one task and one task only. When you focus on breathing, you remove thoughts of outside stresses and environments from your mind. Try and take at least five to 10 audible deep breaths. Hearing your own breaths can actually help hone in your senses and make you more centered in your thinking. The next helpful tip is to make sure your posture is relaxed and that it suits the mindfulness experience you're trying to create. Your body should be free of all physical stress or tension. So beginning your session with good posture can go a long way to keeping you relaxed and focused on the meditation rather than an uncomfortable position. Scan your entire body for tensed areas. Is your brow scowling? Is your neck stressed? Is your core relaxed? Keep small things like this in mind in order to maximize your experience. Once you have all your ducks in a row and you're ready to start your session, truly allow your mind to be free. And what I mean by this is you should count your breaths to a point that you're thinking of nothing else but your inner thoughts and feelings. If using the UCLA app, listen to the hosts, follow their cues and their leads. If you feel yourself leaning into thoughts of the outside world or stresses in your life, just refocus, recenter yourself. These types of mishaps will happen your first few times engaging in mindfulness exercises, and that's perfectly okay. It's important to remember that you aren't going to be truly competent until you do this for a long period of time. It's healthy to adjust and refocus yourself over the period of your first few sessions in order to learn from it and maximize your meditation potential. I want to thank you guys for joining this DNP project once again. This concludes episode two, and the next episode will be hosted by Damien, where he'll talk about exercise and its benefit 
within this wellness initiative. Thank you.